0: Welcome to another episode of the Biohacker Blondie podcast, where we get into all things health, wellness, longevity, and of course, biohacking. I'm your host, Jenny Jones, aka Biohacker Blondie. Join me in this exciting episode of the Biohacker Blondie podcast, where we sit down with Jonathan Carp, the innovative founder of Miracle Noodles. Discover how these low-calorie, no-carb organic noodles aren't just a food item, but a significant biohack for maintaining a healthy diet. Dive into Jonathan's unique journey from being a dermatologist to creating a food product that's revolutionizing healthy eating. In this episode, we uncover the story behind Miracle Noodles and their role in a health-conscious diet. We explore Jonathan's transition from dermatology to focusing on lifestyle medicine and nutritional interventions for autoimmune diseases. We learn about Jonathan's inspirational trip to Japan that led to the discovery of Miracle Noodles, We dive into the health benefits and gut-friendly aspects of these unique noodles. Jonathan also shares his insights on his personal health journey, dietary choices, and the importance of diverse plant fibers for a healthy gut microbiome we engage in discussions about lectins, autoimmune diets, and the evolving understanding of food's impact on our health. We also get into how Miracle Noodles can be a game changer for weight management and gut health, and we even get into insights into ketosis, fasting mimicking diets, and their effect on the body and mind. This discussion is about the importance of protein in our diet, especially in the context of new weight loss drugs. And as a dermatologist, Jonathan also shares his simple yet effective skincare routines. This episode not only enlightens us about the benefits of Miracle Noodles, but also offers a deep dive into holistic health, the importance of a diverse diet, and the power of fast mimicking diets. Jonathan's expertise in dermatology combined with his passion for nutrition and lifestyle medicine provides a unique perspective on achieving overall wellness. So now let's dive into this amazing episode with Jonathan Carp.
1: Okay, well,
0: welcome to another episode of the Biohacker Blondie podcast. Um, I'm with the amazing Jonathan Carp, who is the founder of Miracle Noodles, which I'm a little obsessed with because these Miracle Noodles are um, one of my favorite things to eat. I eat them almost every day. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) I'm completely addicted. And they are a great biohack because they have, I think, five calories. Right. And no carbs, organic. Like, they're just amazing. You can add them to any dish, and you are filling your stomach. It's a great way, especially if you just maybe just want to lose some weight and you need to, you know, stay full. It's a great way to have this on the side. So I'm so curious, and you're also a doctor, Mm -hmm. which is interesting because you're a doctor dermatologist, and then now you have a Miracle Noodle company. Yes. (laughs) How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: (laughs) I don't know if you want to give a little background of your story and how you got to Miracle Noodles.
1: (laughs) Sounds good. So uh, it goes back to 2004, actually. So I had a patient that came in. Her name was Karen. And she had just awful lupus. And I had her on all kinds of medications that were, you know, serious like organ transplant meds to try to calm her immune system down. And nothing was working. And she disappeared for around four months. And she came back and she had cured herself of, of lupus. And... She came in and she brought a whole stack of journals and books and resources for me because I, I, didn't, I didn't know anything of the sort was even possible at that point. Uh, I certainly didn't learn about that in medical school. Yeah. And yeah. so <laughs> believe it or not, it took me a few months to go through her. I, I sort of put it aside. It's one of those sort of things that, you know, doctors often do when when somebody comes in with with just a, this incredible transformation. And I jumped into it. Into it eventually. And at that point in time, I basically changed my practice to to, to learn about lifestyle medicine and interventions, the nutrition, lifestyle, etc., to to reverse lupus, psoriasis, eczema, these sorts of things. So,
0: did you get into autoimmune disease?
1: Lupus is an autoimmune I mean, disease. Yeah. yeah and, and psoriasis can be felt that way as well. So, yeah, it was mainly, that was, that was what I became really passionate about. And in 2006, I took a trip to Japan and saw this product. My friends took me to this Buddhist vegetarian restaurant outside the city of Kyoto. And it was, they served me these noodles and they told me about the, the properties of them. They were invented by Buddhist monks like, you know, 1,400 years ago and used more than 2,000 years in China. So, and they always knew it was good for the gut. And amazingly the noodles are 97% water. Hmm. So they have no starch. It's just 97% water and this amazing prebiotic fiber called glucomannan. And again, I was getting into lifestyle medicine at this point and I thought that this would be an incredible food for people who are having trouble giving up, you know, flour and rice and these sorts of things. So I brought it back and initially I had started several businesses before before that, sort of always been an, interested in that. So I set up a website and actually was mainly focused on people who uh, had diabetes or were trying to lose weight uh, wow. and it it sort of struck a chord and then, you know, it slowly grew over time.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I actually was just looking into the gut and that someone mentioned the fiber and I looked up the supplement and then it reference back to the ingredient of your noodles which yeah. I thought was really cool so yeah yeah so it's it's basically helping the gut microbiome as well
1: yeah it's one of the most potent prebiotic fibers so it's and
0: which we need more of because a lot of people are not getting fiber i have a friend who just who has a company called super gut as sure. well and yeah. it's the prebiotic fiber mm-hmm. because no one's getting enough fiber now we're eating more processed food than 70% is processed food which takes out the fiber
1: (laughs) right and
0: then you don't stay full because you don't have the fiber so it's like this horrible cycle you're eating more processed more sugar less fiber and then you're going to get more hungry you know and so it's like this vicious cycle and that's why we have so many people overweight or obese Mm -hmm. which is scary because that's so like the affects your whole body, your immune system, you know, disease, everything, everything. So
1: It's true. I yeah. mean, you in order to have a really diverse microbiome, you need to feed the microbiome with the diversity of different plant fibers. Yeah. This one happens to be really good, but of course it's part of just overall mm-hmm. having different, different types of fiber in, in your diet. And instead of having to eat to, you know, make like a Metamucil shake or something like that, why not have a big bowl of noodles?
0: I know, it's just totally easy. it's just a nice, like, lunch or dinner because it just feels like you're having something, like, fulfilling, you know.
1: Totally, <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yes, and this your noodles are sold everywhere, um, which is great. But I kind of wanted to go down, like, you know, as a doctor. So you went to, you kind of went down the path on your own. Yes. So you did a lot of research, uh, especially back then, it seems like there was less, like you know before i think they even said you know food doesn't affect your you know your your body and uh-huh. and there's no gut brain connection and all these things that is kind of the old school way of thinking and now we're realizing how much food and all this is impacting our mental state and our physical state yeah so uh, yeah so what did you start researching yourself did you take classes or did you just read a ton of books and you just went down that and then did your health change dramatically as well as you know
1: yeah so I started out well she Karen had given me a, a ton of, of research that she okay. had done and okay so what she was on was basically what's called a nutritarian diet which was a diet that is still around that was created by Dr. Joel Furman. Uh, who is again still around uh, it's basically a beans and greens diet nuts mm. and seeds mostly mostly vegetarian
0: when do you think about like lectins
1: lectins <laughs> yeah, <I get> <laughs> you're just jumping right into it yeah lectins <laughs> well I'm you know I'm friendly with Dr. Gundry he's a, he's a oh, friend yeah. of mine and um, so do you guys have a debate No, no no no, okay, no, yeah. no. Okay. yeah I think there's something to that I I think for autoimmune disease patients, if I'm not getting anywhere, for sure I I have them eliminate lectins. Oh, okay. I for a certain period of time I was eliminating lectins right off the bat, um, and I don't do that anymore. But I I do reserve that as an intervention later on if we're not getting anywhere.
0: Oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah, I I actually did take out lectins for the most part, and you know probably and this wasn't in my healthiest phase. So that's probably why I saw a drastic change when mm-hmm. I took out lectins.
1: Definitely, if you're going to eat beans, for sure, you should pressure cook your beans. There's, there's no question about it. Or you can buy, you know, there are these what's called retort bags. These are these flexible bags that have beans in them. Uh, there's a brand called uh, Phylos that's, that's quite good. The reason I mentioned this type of packaging is because it's essentially pressure cooked. It's it's Already. the retort process oh. is high heat, high t- high heat, high pressure. So it's right. so if you get beans that are in these flexible pouches, they're almost certainly retorted and then you don't have to worry about I'm the worried. lectins. Oh,
0: okay. I didn't know. I have no idea, but yeah. I haven't really, you know, done beans in a while, but okay. it's a great, you know, little side. Yeah. I think a lot of people can, can do, but now everyone is just has some gut issues or whatever, so
1: now it affects a lot of people. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of beans, I, I, but again, not everyone can eat them. And generally, people have to, if they're going to start eating beans, because there's a lot of, I mean, it, if you look at all the... You know, studies. I mean, if, yeah, in, in terms of epidemiological like, studies,
0: like blue zones too. they'll eat beans. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
1: probably the most associated with longevity of any food, beans. But because
0: of the fiber. You know,
1: who knows? <laughs> I try not to make those. The, but epidemiologically speaking, for sure. Yeah. So I think you know it's it's a healthy food, but uh, most people, if you know, you they need to add a tablespoon. Some people, you know, one tablespoon a day just to, just to Keep build the up the micro, like, not even that, just to, microbiome. yeah, when they first start eating beans. Because yeah. if you go, you know, Full on. it's yeah, yeah,
0: I think with any fiber, they always say slowly add in fiber. You exactly. can't just go eat a ton of even, no. though, you know, powdered fiber or anything, you have to be very careful, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So when you so when you started going down this path of mm-hmm. realizing food is medicine, basically, how did your body change? Did you do blood work before? Blood work after? Are you vegan now?
1: No, you're not no. vegan. You no. eat
0: meat, but yeah. you're very diverse, right? Like you're not. I feel like right now there's a lot of, you know, full on carnivore, full on like plants have like mm-hmm. what is it oxidative uh, the oxid like that affect your kidneys you know oh okay oxalates. Yeah. yeah so there's just like this whole you know i just eat meat i just eat fruit i just like and i really think it's just we all need to have like a diverse diet i think most when you see like these blue zones longevity they have a diverse diet you know yeah and i think right now we're just so many people are going in like the complete opposite direction instead of saying, like, hey, maybe I should just have a little bit of this fruit, a little bit of this. And like, do you ever test your gut for like all the bacteria? I do. You do? Yeah. Okay.
1: So I run what's called the gut zoomer test, which is from a lab called Vibrant Labs. Oh. Um, and it's a really good test.
0: Uh, do they test acromantia?
1: Yeah.
0: How's sure. your acromantia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been
1: a couple of years but you know, i i it was pretty good i mean, oh, i mean the, the balance i mean it's more like you're looking more at the overall microbiome i know acromancia is you know but
0: supposedly the, like a lot of the blue like they have a good amount of the aromasia okay. Is that but right? I'm
1: not familiar. Here, with that. I guess yeah.
0: the U.S. is really low. So yeah. if you have pretty good levels, it's rare, I think.
1: Yeah. The, that <laughs> test is really valuable, you know. So, so
0: what did you learn from this test?
1: Not too much from mine, to okay. be honest, because I've always eaten a lot of pl- plants, you know. Okay. So I didn't really have mine. Mine was fine, but when you when you test other, you know, my patients and such, you know, you see, you overgrowth
0: see overgrowth bacteria, all kinds or... of
1: just abnormal ratios of. Of different different gut bacteria, so it's it's is valuable. It a stool test. Yeah, it's a stool test.
0: Okay, okay. So and you haven't done it in a while.
1: No, <laughs> I haven't done it in years, to be honest. But it's pro- it's probably worth me doing again. But um,
0: have you changed your diet or anything since or is then? It still basically no, the same. No,
1: pretty much the same.
0: Okay, so you have a very just mixed diet. You eat fish. <laughs> you
1: eat. Do you yeah. ever
0: test your omegas by any chance?
1: I test. Of course, I yeah of course. Okay.
0: <laughs> i don't yeah. you know these these blood tests a lot of the times people yeah. are not thinking of this you know yeah. i just asked my dad if he's checked his liver and he's like no yeah you know and it's a very simple test i know the omegas is a little different that's not as easy to yeah test most, for. The, most of
1: the time it's a finger stick and okay the, but the omega index it's important i mean there's yeah, no it's, question about yeah if it. you
0: have less omega-3s you have brain shrinkage
1: yeah, Great. right. Under so, yeah, under four, you you know the risk of dementia is, is increased dramatically, and so it's it's worth checking for sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, then you also have your miracle noodles. That, do you eat this daily into your diet as well?
1: I wouldn't say <laughs> daily, almost every day, but not. I wouldn't. I, I'm sure there are days that go by that I don't, but most most every day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, can I overdo these noodles?
1: <laughs> Maybe in one sitting but uh, <laughs> okay no I don't do that I
0: do like half a package yeah, or
1: something yeah. you know yeah
0: but I just I can add it with my eggs or like totally I don't know you can soup whatever I it's love just it great soup. yeah I I don't know why a lot of, I always tell my friends about them and they're shocked because they don't know about them at all. Now let's take a quick pause to talk about one of my favorite protein powders I use daily, Equip Foods. I am completely obsessed with Equip Foods protein powder. If you want to build muscle, lose fat, keep your immune system strong, and have all day energy, then you should be eating at least 0.75 grams per pound of body weight every day. The vanilla and the strawberry protein powders are my favorite, and they also have a non-flavored, just one ingredient, B protein isolate. I just add a scoop to my blender every morning with ice, almond milk, cinnamon salt, and a dash of monk fruit, blend it all together, and I end up with a high-protein smoothie that tastes delicious to start my day after my morning workout, which helps keep my blood glucose and ghrelin hormone under control when I have protein first thing in the morning. Their protein powder only has clean ingredients, 100% grass-fed, no additives, allergens, chemicals, or fillers, which I love. Equip Foods was so kind enough to give my listeners 20% off any of their products with my code biohackerblondie20. So go check out all their amazing products on their website, Equipfoods.com, And I will link their website and discount code in the show notes below. So now let's dive back into this amazing episode with Jonathan, all about miracle noodles and overall health. And I think you see, there's like different packages, but my favorite is the orange one. I don't know. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. 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 I like the rice, the Miracle Rice, because it's so versatile. Oh, yeah. Because you can pretty much add that to anything. I don't think
0: I've had the rice before. i will oh, try that out. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you a bag. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you're doing, so you have this company and mm-hmm. you're expanding as well. So, you're also developing, is this like a fast that you're going to come out with?
1: Yeah, so I, you know, every Wednesday I have a class for people who are in our newsletter. And so oh. it's, I call it the Body Mastery Method. It's sort of how I teach my patients about nutrition.
0: So you're and, still, so you have this company, you're a dermatologist, but you also have patients that are you, and you're working with their health all
1: around? Yeah. Um, more virtual, so my lifestyle medicine patients, it's mostly virtual. Okay, they, lifestyle they,
0: medicine. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do
1: have people occasionally, I only see patients once a week because the noodles have, are so busy right now. Yeah. And I do occasionally have people who come in for that, but mostly I'm doing just, der- just plain run-of-the-mill dermatology when I see patients. Hmm. And then through my, through my class, um, I have people who reach out who want to work with me deeper, oh. and then it's oh. more of a virtual type of practice.
0: And then you have them do lab work wherever they're located.
1: Yeah, I like Vibrant Labs for, for certain lab tests, like I mentioned, oh. like the gut Gutsumer.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: uh, and, but I'll then. Have to
0: check them out because I know there's like Rupa
1: Health and there's yeah. these others, walk in labs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they all can give you a, a variant of that. Yeah. There's another test that Vibrant Labs has, which is a micronutrient panel,
0: oh. which is
1: really, also really incredible because, you know, it's amazing people can have really good diets but their gut can be so messed up that you know they're not not absorbing absorbing, yeah so that test can really be really be good and it's a mixture it's not just like vitamins and minerals but i believe they have the omega actually on that particular i could be wrong about that but there may be they have, it's a really good panel, so. Okay, um,
0: I'll have to look into this is yeah, great, because yeah. I'm, I'm just going to start my own health coaching, by the way. Yeah, that's And so, should. yeah, I signed up for Rupa, and I have, yeah. you know, there's different ways you can go about it, you can join one medical, or different, go through your insurance, yeah. and then also, there's so many options to get your lab work, so I'm like, <coughs> no excuses, go get your blood drawn, it takes like five minutes. Totally. Stool test, you know, it's a little, like different yeah. but it doesn't take that long yeah
1: right totally <laughs>
0: and it can be life-changing and it's like you know do you want to be on medication the rest of your life or figure out the root cause and mm-hmm. you know fix it feel good after once you realize you know what to fix and then you feel good the rest of your life and also you know extend your lifespan so totally. it's like i don't know why people are like oh this is expensive this is you know and i'm like don't you want to feel energized, mm-hmm. feel good mentally, feel good physically and like live a great life and it's worth that money. It's worth the investment, yeah. you know, to do these tests, these simple tests that, you know, that can be life-changing for
1: someone. So, Yeah. I'm a I'm a really big advocate of people going and getting their own blood work. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that as an example, like an insulin level, a fasting insulin level which I think to is a really important test for everyone, which is something that your doctor, most doctors aren't actually ordering and only costs like $25. And
0: I know people don't,
1: (laughs) you know, there's a big, it's,
0: it triggers too. Like once you see that result and you're like, Oh, I'm high, you do something, you know, that's That's the other thing too. Like when it's in your face, it's like, Oh,
1: but there is a big leap for, for people to go from a person who. Is used to having someone you know tell them what labs to get their doctor and just stopping there to to going out and walking into a lab and ordering your own test there's there's a big leap Leap. for a lot of people not for you because you're already doing this but for the majority of people and i on my class i almost every class i i talk about going and getting your own labs and I can't tell you how often, like, the next week someone will comment in the, in the chat to the effect that, um, you know, my doctor won't order. I, you know, They went to ask their doctor to order. Just something simple, like a...
0: Like iodine like a, or saline? Cause... No,
1: just even like a fasting insulin test. And I said, I often say, it's, I'm glad you had that experience because you realize that you have to become your own. Everyone has to become their own authorities in, in their own health. It doesn't mean you can't go, you can't have resources and doctors that you use, but you have to be the one to, to make, to take that leap. And once someone does take that leap, and I know for you, it doesn't sound like a leap at all, but you know, once people do make, take that leap, then everything changes because they really become, they go from being a recipient of, of healthcare to being proactive and taking, taking control over their health. And, it's really an amazing thing to watch. It really is.
0: Yeah, I do like that because I think people just rely so much on the system and think like, okay, these little bit of tests, I'm in the range, I'm good. right And it's like, no, you're not. you're lethargic, yeah. you have brain fog, you have pain, you have you know, yeah. bloating, you know no, these you're, it's not normal. your tests and they do the bare minimum. Like, I even just asked my doctor to order selenium and iodine. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't ever really order these tests, but I'll, you know, I'll order them for you. I'm like, okay, fine. And I'm like, I had low iodine, which is affecting my T3. I had low T3. And okay. then I'm like, okay, so th- this is a game changer because it affects your metabolism. It affects your energy. Mm-hmm. It affects your hormones, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that one simple blood work test can be, like, life-changing, you know. Yeah. And, like, even my friend just um, had a baby, and then she was very lethargic, finally took a test, and then um, had really low iron, low hemoglobin, which Mm -hmm. was, of course, she's tired, you know?
1: Yeah. Right.
0: (laughs) So... Even though the doctor said to take a Flintstone vitamin and eat Cheerios. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Cheerios, okay.
0: I know. She showed me the email and I was like, what?
1: <laughs> yeah. I think you'd like that micronutrient test. So. Oh, I would
0: love that. Yeah. yeah. And I also, I don't know. Have you ever used biome? Have you Bi- heard of biome? Viome, that's, that's a gut.
1: That's a, a similar type of, it's a gut, yeah. gut check, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they're sending me that to work with. I'm yeah. going to see how that goes.
1: Yeah, that I saw. I think I heard an interview with the one of the,
0: the founders? founders or something like that. Like, yeah, Naveen or yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh right. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, I'll see I how haven't that used one it, goes.
1: But, yeah, that's
0: good. Because <laughs> they all come out with a little bit different results or something, but I'll have to check that one out as well. Cause yeah, I, that's why I'm I'm writing this little protocol book because I feel like the space is so confusing of like what test to take Uh you know and I have another friend or someone that I just uh, met up with she has autoimmune and she's never looked into her gut she has to take you know go get the IV drips for the autoimmune disease and Uh she has Crohn's and I'm like you know checking your gut checking your gut permeability you know seeing Also diet plays a big role and you can only do so much until someone takes control of their diet because it's like this is why this whole protocol I want people to like stay away from toxins because it's like you can only put in so many supplements or whatever and you also need to make sure you're not you know keep putting toxins in your body with all the processed food and chemicals and stuff you know. It's true. It's a whole process to stay healthy these days. Unfortunately,
1: so.
0: (laughs) I know. You know, they say our broccoli doesn't have as many nutrients, you know, as it did 30, 50 years ago. Like, it's like half, you know. So we're not getting as many nutrients from our vegetables. And we also have a lot of pesticides and everything on our food. Mm -hmm. And then you also have the processing, taking out the fiber. So it's just like this downward spiral of why we're unhealthy
1: (laughs) it's scary yeah it
0: is you know and um i think i'm surrounded by a lot of healthy individuals you know you and and because i'm into i'm in this space but you kind of go out of la or some healthy cities and a lot of people are overweight they're obese
1: it's true i mean because of course i travel for the the noodles and such and it's true you go to some cities and it's it's shocking really
0: yeah, and in, uh, in other countries as well.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's not just America no. anymore. It's happening all over. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh,
1: terrifying.
0: So, what do you think? Have you uh, looked into Ozempic or Wegovy, uh, any of these weight loss drugs? I mean,
1: everyone's on them. I mean, <laughs> <you> know, it's, <laughs> it's is
0: that what you think? Everyone's on it? Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, it's going to be. It's going to continue probably you, uh, exponentially
0: okay
1: what do i think about them
0: yeah yeah, yeah. what is your opinion of
1: the problem it, the i mean that people are losing weight and so that's a good thing the problem is they're not necessarily the the uh, the type of food that they're eating is pretty much the same it's just sort of less mm. which means that there are potential nutrient deficiencies that are going to be amplified because now they're not eating as much food.
0: Yeah. So there's
1: for for people who are getting old, older, you know, you need more protein as as time goes as you as you age. So if those people are, you know, eating their toast in the morning and their you know, whatever, whatever they're eating during the day, and now they're eating less as they get older, then they're probably going to have some issues with, with getting enough protein. So, yeah. um, so that's going, that's going to be a problem. Now, if someone is on that and they start to increase the the nutrient density of their diet, then probably, you know, assuming that we don't find some terrible, terrible side effect years later, Yeah. then they may be, they may be okay. Yeah my policy with with of course i'm not prescribing ozempic or anything like that in my practice but um because that's not not my specialty but when i my policy whenever i prescribe a new medication is that i always tell people that you know when they're doing the studies they only look at a certain number of people and then that might be fine there might not be any side effects but then when you release it to the overall population then, because you've given it to, to so many more people, then that's when the side effects start to start to happen. So, while I prescribe new medications, I always talk to my patients about that. And I have I've had circumstances in, in just in in my in my specialty where where everything looked fine, and then it got released, and that's when we started to see the side effects, and then it eventually got pulled from the market. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that's going to happen with these, but it's not clear just yet. What the, what the long-term effects are going to be. So you, you have to be cautious. But for people who have not been able to lose weight and that they're, now they're losing weight, I mean, overall, they're probably healthier for that, for that.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, someone who's overweight, I think probably the pros weigh out the cons. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what these side effects, because I have heard people have to go to the hospital, go to emergency or something for this. But, you know, who knows? the percentage and maybe that small percentage is makes it worth you know and that could be something underlying
1: as well so yeah we'll see Who knows? You know I know we're That's more, like <laughs> yeah we're getting more data. more data yeah. as more people take it <laughs> yeah but you know in the food in the food business since I'm you know in both medicine and there have been some published reports that that you know like uh, Walmart came out with a report that showed that there's their food sales are actually down because of like a, they're able to measure the the decrease in food sales as a result of, of these medicines.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, so, so are they gonna fight with the zempic
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's you know what they're saying is is that it's it's going to have an like a overall economic impact.
0: Wow, on, the on food? food
1: on just the food business itself
0: yeah isn't that crazy that is so crazy yeah well, i guess the money's going from the you know the big food companies now to the drug companies <laughs> that's what yeah, it's Yeah, all getting now. shuffled
1: around on the board yeah but yeah. I, I do think that protein enriched foods are gonna be are gonna sort of come back in, or not come back just there's going to be an accentuation on on protein, on protein. and generally I, I don't think that that's overall like a completely necessary thing but with these people again if, the, if, they're, if they're not increasing the nutrient density of their diet and they're just shrinking the calories then I think we're going to see some issues and, and I think protein is going to become more important
0: Yeah, I think we are realizing right now how important protein is for muscle strength. Mm -hmm. Because it's, you know, we don't want to be skinny, skinny fat. We want to have muscle for longevity. And they're Mm -hmm. realizing, especially as you get older, how important muscle is for your overall, you know.
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: Longevity. Because if you don't have that muscle, you can easily get fractured, injured, Uh or, you know. Yeah. And it helps with your metabolism as well. So it's, like, really important to keep that muscle do you, um, I know this is kind of a miracle podcast. <laughs> yeah.
1: anyway.
0: What do you think of uh, protein powders?
1: Protein powders. Well, if you're, if you're, if your overall, the, nutri- the overall nutrient density of your diet is okay and you're young, I don't think it's all that Im- needed. Like, in other words, if you're not eating, uh, if you're eating no, no processed foods and you're eating greens and nuts and seeds and, and, do you do you know, chicken? I'm not a big fan of chicken, but I mean, if you're eating, you know, fish, chicken, Mm -hmm. and you're not you're not eating a lot of, you know, again, flour and those sorts of things, then I don't think, you know, unless you're incredibly active, like super active, you don't necessarily need need protein powders. That being said, people have different health goals and different Mm -hmm. body goals, and in those cases, protein powders could be good.
0: And so you don't have any pro- you don't include I do sometimes yeah somewhere.
1: no I, I have some goat whey at home oh, that whey. I sometimes okay. use but but I don't use it that often sometimes I'm in the mood for a smoothie after a workout mm. and so I'll have I'll, I'll use goat whey
0: oh goat whey yeah. maybe I should try it so I haven't done dairy in so long yeah
1: I I can't tolerate regular dairy so have you done
0: raw dairy
1: I tried raw dairy once. Okay, because I bought the raw. <laughs> I tried it. Tried it once. I bought
0: the raw dairy thanks to Paul Saladino, the oh, carnivore. Oh, okay. And I was like, and I have another friend who was like, I did it after not, you know, she was on this fruit diet. She was, she's been all over now. She's more carnivore, and she did dairy, and she's like, I didn't have a reaction. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy the raw dairy, and it's been in my fridge,
1: and I'm like, I don't know how this is yeah. gonna go. <laughs> I tried it once. I was when I lived in Santa Monica. I was in in the in the Santa Monica Co-op, and I was standing by the. I was looking at it, and there was a guy there, and I remember he he said he introduced himself as as hi, my name is Sunbeam. He said Sunbeam. <laughs> that was his name. And he said, you must try, you must try, yeah. (laughs) The raw dairy. You must try the raw dairy. And I was like, yeah. Anyway, I ended up trying it. And, uh, but, How did you feel? I, I digested it okay. I mean, it tasted good, but I'm, I wouldn't sit, I, you know, my father was a doctor and whenever anyone go, this is going back, you know, 60, 60, years when people had issues with, with dairy. He just—we're talking about kids and kids with eczema and babies. You just switch them to goat. That was always what was oh. done because goat is always is less allergenic. You know the protein. You know the A2 protein and such. So, so is most
0: goat is goat always A2? Yeah,
1: I think so. Oh, yeah. but beyond that, it's always been known to be tolerated better. Okay. So, like again, going back sixty years, if if a baby couldn't tolerate cow dairy, then they just switch them to goat. And there's no reason why we can't do that anymore. Yeah. And so it's not uncommon, like, for, for babies that come to see me with eczema, for me to tell the parents to, you know, to switch to, to you know, they say, should we go on a dairy-free diet? You know, he might be, we allergy, aller, you know, the allergist said maybe we should switch to to a non-dairy f- formula. And, you know, you can just go to goat. and
0: This is so great that's, advice.
1: So that's how I, that's why I use the goat goat way
0: yeah and, i've never i don't know why often. i've never googled goat way yeah i don't know i've never i don't even think they have a whole foods
1: or anything i don't i buy it on amazon yeah uh, it's
0: yeah i don't yeah. know why it's something i should it's worth a try. i might try yeah because yeah i don't know about the dairy i'm like Ooh. yeah but it's really good you know a lot of people love it for you know satiety like muscles i've been Kind of using different uh, vegan protein powders, mm-hmm. and I I do think protein from animal source is like kind of the best for muscle gaining and, and strength. So
1: yeah,
0: um, but I'm not a big meat eater. So no, me neither. Like,
1: but I do eat a decent amount of fish. But
0: yeah, yeah, I do love fish. And then you have heavy metals. So. <laughs> yeah, S- stick
1: stick to the low mercury Yeah, I stuff. think
0: I just I can only eat ice. So. <laughs> My filtered ice.
1: Well, you should check You should check your mercury, you know.
0: I think I, I, I don't know if that was one of the functions. Yeah. I did it with Mark Hyman's test. I did okay. that one. Yeah. And they checked for two heavy metals, but they didn't check. I don't know if it's like they didn't check the ar, arginine or I forget the other. There's like oh, four. arsenic maybe. Yeah, the, that and there was another heavy metal. Um, but they did test for two and I had no heavy metal, so yeah that was great <laughs>
1: if you fish though it's totally totally worth it to check uh Mercury. i know
0: i have a friend who loves fishing and eats it's really good fish um but yeah. i i've told him you should probably check yeah, you know it's worth and checking because this i know uh doctor too is kind of big in the biohacking <laughs> space he had heavy metals and he's very conscious like he tests everything you know yeah clean but yeah, he had heavy metals because he well he had low testosterone and he's like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And found out he had heavy metals. So he used the um, CellCore protocol. I don't know if you've heard of that, but a lot of people no. love it. So he did like their four month detox yeah. system and okay, and then tested again and it was all good. So. Amazing. Yeah, and it's it's like I don't think people are realizing how heavy metals are affecting them, like testosterone. I also interviewed mm-hmm. um, the founder of Natural Stacks. He's like every time he had this back pain, he would go test his me- heavy metals, and they would be high. Wow. And So yeah, where,
1: just... where were they? Where was he being? Where Where was he getting the heavy metals from?
0: I I don't know.
1: Huh.
0: I'm curious. Yeah. yeah, I was asking my friend Holland who had the heavy metals. I was like, um, he's like I, I eat fish and rice. I, he, you know, yeah. it's just I guess it's yeah, coming well, from rice them.
1: we get we can get arsenic from rice right Rice, yeah chicken and rice there's high in arsenic
0: yeah and these just affect you know things that you're probably not thinking are yeah associated with it yeah so it's like i a, a huge part of my biohacking protocol is detoxing because i really think a lot of people have Either mold, some uh, over, you know, too many parasites and and heavy metals. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really common. Yeah, I mean, even uh, the founder of <clears throat> Super Bloom. She's very healthy. She did. She wanted to. She's like, why am I breaking out? Did mm-hmm. the test? She had mold, candida, like all mm-hmm. these things, and she was shocked. And it's like, I know so many people that have mold, and they would not think so until they were tested. So. Yeah yeah it's
1: the modern world when
0: you um for all of your patients do you have them do most of these tests like how does that work because these are expensive too
1: right yeah so you
0: have to kind of like pick and choose
1: yeah so uh, i stick with some basic just ones that you can get at any lab like fasting insulin like lipoprotein a like
0: okay uh, like
1: a again the omega index the Just general chemistries. All these are very easy to get. Hemoglobin A one C. So I start there. Okay. And then we move on to. Then we look at their diet, and then we, then we go a little bit deeper in terms of the micronutrient panel.
0: Like if still something's going on, then it's like we need to go deeper.
1: Usually we get a micronutrient panel. I usually. uh, I don't necessarily do a gut zoomer on every on every patient. Okay. Because generally you can you can through diet and such things things improve can improve pretty quickly for people
0: yeah it depends
1: on what their goal is honestly
0: yeah i think you know that's why a lot of these tests can be expensive and it's just like if you stick to maybe you know not having carbs for a while not feeding the candida or doing these things you don't really need to do these tests you just need to kind of detox eat healthy and then your body can function the way it's supposed to
1: yeah and again some of these tests like the fasting insulin it's like 25 dollars. so yeah just that alone can can spur someone to understand that metabolically they're they're headed for trouble
0: yeah and
1: that in and of itself is is enough to get things get their diet moving in the right direction
0: yeah so We'll go back to miracle noodles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: keep yeah. I love to get into the science yeah, of the microbiome so, and everything.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, what is this? Is it going to be a seven-day fasting? Oh.
1: Yeah. So it's going to. It's based on you know. Miracle
0: noodles involved.
1: I miracle I be, noodles. Am involved. I able to yes. eat miracle yes. noodles yes. for yes. this fast? Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> Best fast ever. <laughs> totally.
1: Totally. Yeah, I mean, it's based on uh, Dr. Longo's work where he came up with a fasting-mimicking diet, which is basically a five-day reduced-calorie vegan diet. So it's vegan because you don't want it to, to activate these nutrient-sensing pathways, which would not give you the effect of, of a fast. So in other words, it's mimicking the effects of a fast, but without having to worry about the actually starving yourself so it's around 1100 calories for the first day and then seven to 800 calories days two through day five hmm. people go into ketosis usually the end of day two or mid mid day three depending on how, how they are um, and then the advantage here is goes back to a lot of things that we spoke about one is um, when you're eating food you don't lose nearly as much muscle mass if, if hardly any Um, But with a regular fast, that's, that's going to be an issue. You're going to, you're going to, your body's just going to go for your muscle right away. Mm -hmm. Um, The second thing is, is that when you water fast um, and that's, that's a form of detox and the the toxins start to go into your gut and then are just absorbed back into your bloodstream. And that can make you actually pretty sick. If you're super toxic, when you haven't eaten for a while and there's nothing to pull the toxins through your gut, you can get very, very sick because again, your body is mobilizing the fat and, you know, and it's, it's the toxins are, you know, your body's going into a detox mode. Mm -hmm. If those get put into your gut and immediately reabsorbed, you, people can feel really, really ill. That's part of the illness, the part of, part of what people feel when they, when sometimes when they start to fast, if you're doing a fasting mimicking diet type of thing, then you're getting a, you're getting fiber and such that's pulling some of these toxins out. Mm. And they've done enough studies to show that you get all the you get you know in other words day three four or five you get you know super super autophagy you know there are a lot of people out there saying that you know one or two days you can get you can get like a lot of autophagy it it's not true you really need you really need to get into that three four and five day
0: oh, really? period
1: for you to really get get you know, a good amount of autophagy going.
0: And are there studies for this? Or are you guys doing any yeah, research? Yeah, not me,
1: but at the, the USC uh, oh. Department of uh, Longevity. I guess it's... Gerontology Department of Gerontology
0: okay. um, at
1: USC. So that that's that's who've done who's done the majority of the studies. So
0: they notice that around three or four, that's
1: when the you really starts. Exactly. In. Yeah, and oh, also stem you get stem cell release also. So it has oh, to be. Oh,
0: that's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we like stem cells. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's amazing. So I'm I'm taking their formula essentially, and then I created a kit basically, which is mimicking. That, in other words, the the calorie counts and the macro, the macro divisions that that happen on those days that are based on the original studies, and then people come into the program. They do five days a month for three months, and then there's education, potentially labs and such that are ordered throughout the three months. Um, and oh, it's like lab a full program. Two? Well, if I can convince people to be part of that initially, I'll be part of yeah, it. <laughs> the initial part and of it. I'm the guinea pig. Yeah. The initial part of it's going to be mostly just education plus plus the kit. Yeah. Um, and then I'd like to incorporate uh, labs. I have I haven't done that yet, but it's sort yeah, of a new I think program. that's
0: really cool to just see you know how much this is working for people
1: and, yeah. and see the actual change. What's really amazing about this type of thing is that when people are, I mean, essentially you're restoring your metabolic flexibility, your ability to burn fat, mm-hmm. and just by doing the fast. And what they've shown is. Is that people continue to lose weight, um, even if they go back to their they keep the weight off. Yeah. Even if they go back to their regular diet, which in this program I hope that they don't do that. I'm going to lead people through education and such. But even if you just the original studies were just people did it once a month for three months, and then they only needed to do it like once a quarter thereafter. Wow. Uh, and you you basically the metabolic flexibility persisted um, for a decent amount of time. So Wait, it's
0: when is this coming out?
1: <laughs> it's very soon, very soon, probably in, probably in a month, I would say, oh
0: okay, yeah. wow, okay, this is great, so then people will know that yeah. this is out, and this is a great solution for people it is, yeah. yeah,
1: and the noodles make it easy because to be honest, if you're eating only seven hundred calories in a day over th- three or four days it, that if it's not a filling food it's it's it can be difficult
0: and it's you know i a lot of people do these liquid. Uh, fast as well, but mm-hmm. it's like you just want to chew on something,
1: right? Exactly. <laughs> like that's, yeah. that's what I've
0: heard people say. They're I like, I miss it. chewing. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah <laughs> so the, the thing great. with the liquid fast again, it's the same thing. You really need to have fiber, yeah, it, to to pull those toxins out. So,
0: would you suggest also adding a binder into this as well?
1: I don't think that's necessary. Okay. Although you that, think that fiber... would be that would be an interesting idea, though, but. Um, that would yeah. be an interesting idea. I haven't thought of that. Good idea. I'll have to, I'll have to do some research on that. I'm
0: part of the Miracle Noodle <laughs> yeah, team now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think binders are great. It yeah. just helps get things
1: out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was an amazing, uh, not exactly a binder, but you know, talking about uh, activated charcoal. Mm. I don't know if you saw there was this study. It was, I, I, it was an animal study, but they just gave like uh, a, a pretty big, uh, dose of activated charcoal to I don't know what kind of animal it was but that's all they did and they only did it like once a month or something like that and the the, the animal the lifespan increased dramatically just with like one one like loaded activated charcoal um, really yeah it was I, I wish I could Good. remember the details of that I love but, my activated
0: charcoal yeah. I used the quicksilver scientific yeah, uh-huh. and because that one I I used the bulletproof one it kind of upset you know, this was years ago when I kind of was going down my health journey, but that one kind of upset my stomach, and it's nice to have, like, a little aloe vera. This one has, you know, mm-hmm. because it can kind of make you constipated or some little stomach, so it's always great to, like, have a few...
1: How not... often do you, do you do that?
0: If I ever... Th- so, I this was, like, my little hack for going out drinking. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> Would be a binder. I take it before. It works like magic. Um, and then, yeah, I'll sometimes just add it in at night and uh-huh. then, yeah, if I do kind of, I use this para X sometimes, especially like if I feel like something's coming on, uh-huh. I'll just, I don't know, just, I randomly take it. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's also, I don't know if you've heard of pectal, pectal soul C or, no. so it's like a pectin, but oh, yeah, pectin. that also okay. grabs on as well. Another yeah. Another great binder. And then you have the clays and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, these are great. I think most people should be adding uh, a binder into, because you need to get, that helps like the heavy metal toxicity and stuff. So you got to add that into the protocol. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Sounds good. I'm making notes.
0: So have you um done this protocol then yourself? Have you yeah. tried oh, yeah. it? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Many okay. times. Did you were you starving? Were you no, good? No. Okay, you felt satisfied. Yeah.
1: I mean it's it's not easy, but it's not difficult either.
0: Yeah. And Better it, than like a seven
1: day water fast Oh or for sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And the 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 you know, the we have our ready to eat meals in there, so people have lots of different options. They have a a bar for breakfast, you know, they have snacks in the afternoon. So they're, they're eating, it's just a lower calorie load. And you people feel like a real sense of accomplishment Mm. for themselves. So in addition to like what we were speaking about before, where people, when they are more proactive about, you know, their labs, that sense of of, you know, I'm doing something for myself and, and I'm capable of doing something for myself. The same thing happens here. When you get through this, and everyone's going to go through it in a cohort, so, you know, you're going to be in a group setting with people online, You really fe- people really feel a sense of accomplishment, that they did something difficult, even though it's not the most difficult thing in the world. Again, it, it does require a commitment where, you know, you're going to feel hungry and before you get into into ketosis, you're going to feel a little weak and tired, but people get people get through it again it's, it's it's not easy, but it's not difficult, as I like to say so and then at the end of it, you feel amazing you know you yeah. really do your skin tightens up you know they've, they've actually done the company that there's a company called Prolon that has a similar type of of kit um, and that company they've done studies they going back to the u s c group where you know there is some some uh, cosmetic improvements and, okay, for
0: all women. Yeah. <laughs>
1: This everyone. is
0: like motivating yeah. me. You feel
1: you, you feel really good after after you do it. When that.
0: you say skin to women, yeah. they're like, "Okay, I'll do it." Yeah.
1: Believe me, I know.
0: And you have great skin, Thank so you. and you're a dermatologist. Yeah. So, what is your skincare routine? <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, you know, I always it, skincare routines are not shouldn't be that complicated. So, you know, an alpha hydroxy acid of some sort um, in the morning. Uh, alternating okay. with like a vitamin C serum, okay. and then in the evening you need to use a retinoid, like a prescription retinoid. That's you what I use recommend. You use a retinol
0: every every night. A prescription
1: retinoid, yeah.
0: Oh, okay, okay, and that's it. Very simple. Yeah,
1: that's really it.
0: That's all you do. You have never done lasers or anything. No,
1: but ah. I'm not, I'm not against laser or anything yeah, like that. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it seems like you have you have great skin. So thank you. <laughs> I guess that comes from being a dermatologist.
1: <laughs> you have to have good skin. Or if you're your or your
0: your seven day fast. Is it seven days five or five? Days. Five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So five days, and you're going to come out. Can people order this on Miracle yeah. Noodles? Yeah. So it'll be on there. Okay. Exactly. So that's where the they can go. And... Yeah.
1: Under under body mastery method.
0: Has Nick done this
1: or do he hasn't know? done it he yet. Hasn't. No, no. But. but you know, we, we've, we, um, we released your it. Your team? You're the to oh, yeah, one? my entire, t- no, my entire team. And we've had customers do it, too. We had it. Okay. We had the kit for sale for, for, oh. for quite a while. It's not on their, on the website right now because we're reformulating it. Oh, but we've okay. had, we've had people go through this in the, in a group support system. And it, so we know it's really, it's, what we're doing now is adding the education and then potentially, Maybe you know. Maybe some labs Yeah, as well. exactly.
0: Wow. Yeah, I know. It's. It's not easy to do a f- like it's it's almost like this habit. You're tipi- you know. You're used to your coffee, your right. breakfast, uh, and, and you it's can't, like you
1: can't be on. You can't have, have caffeine coffee. either during those oh, five man. days. I don't know. Yeah. is if that
0: skin? Is that tightening <laughs> skin worth the coffee? <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: I mean, you can
0: decaf. <laughs> you no,
1: know, well, it's the caffeine potentially interferes with some of the nutrient mm. sensing, but. If people get a, a really bad headache or something, they can have a little coffee. It's, it's not going to totally upset things.
0: Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I'll try. I mean, I should, you know, get out of my comfort zone. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think it's good for everyone to to be off of caffeine for for oh, a wow, good yeah. a good week. Do you think it
0: also like the acidity maybe affects and then like absorbing nutrients or something?
1: I Perhaps. Know. I mean, I think. Oh, you know, the overall <laughs> caffeine. I mean, coffee. Overall, of course, you know, there's more data to show that it's, it's a good, good thing for you. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, a lot of people don't appreciate the the impact on sleep until they've been, until like you've been off of caffeine for like a week. Like if you go solid off caffeine a week, almost everyone realizes in a deeply impactful way, even though they didn't think it affected their sleep, they'll oftentimes like somewhere along that fourth or fifth, sixth, seventh day. They wake up in the morning, and they're like, whoa, like that was, that was some sleep, you know, like you don't necessarily appreciate it until you've done sort of that free of yeah. caffeine kind of thing.
0: I do. I just have my coffee in the morning. And I think that works for me. Yeah, because when I was doing caffeine throughout the day. Yeah. It was like you could tell you're sleep. You're more awake. You're not sleeping well, and it's just this like vicious cycle. Yeah. And then you're going to keep drinking more coffee. You wake up, and then at three o'clock, and then you know, and then you don't sleep. Agreed. It's just, Agreed. And people do that all the time. That they drink
1: more. I know. And more. It's a, it's to, like, a vicious st- uh, vicious cycle. Yeah. So,
0: but I do love the taste. I, I actually just do decaf. Yeah. yeah. An organic oh, you, okay. decaf. And, um, in the morning.
1: No, and oh, like afternoon. in the afternoon, like Got after it. lunch or yeah,
0: something. Yeah. yeah, I just yeah. I really love the taste of coffee. It's just like yeah, a nice people ritual. Lo-
1: people love it. I, I'm not <laughs> saying anything bad about it. I would never tell people to, to get rid of coffee. But but yeah. it is interesting like just to scent to be able to detect like the that incremental improvement in your sleep when you when you go off caffeine. But honestly, it's almost impossible to convince people to <laughs> to do that, but you know this and then, is enough. This is a good example or a good, you know, a good exercise to be off of it for five days just to see. You know, and not only that, your sleep improves. Oftentimes, when people go through this, you know, your your sleep generally also improves. You know, because your blood sugar is not going up and down, and that can affect yeah. your sleep as well. So, um and. You know, people are in ketosis and... Anyway, you get it... What What you realize also, another benefit to this is that you... When you get into, like, the three, third, fourth, and fifth day, you realize, like, why, you know, religious traditions around the world have Fast. recommended fasting. Because your your mind is just... Gets into like. this incredibly, like, even tone. Just, you know, you're not, like, up and down emotionally. And you then you start to understand, like, how how our blood sugar and just whatever, you know, overeating and everything else has, is directly linked to our
0: mental state. Uh, yeah. Our emotional ability
1: and such. So when you get into like the third, fourth and fifth day, you, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want to stop, you know, cause at some point, you know, you're, you're adapted and you're like, you know, i let me keep going. You don't want to keep going. You don't have to keep going. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to damage your metabolism for, with a lengthy fast. Yeah. so but you realize like wow okay like, like
0: clear-headed
1: just my food is affecting my emotional state and so this is another one of those realizations you get when you when you do you know these sorts of sorts of things
0: that's what i, I tell people all the time it's like you know people think oh my physical oh my kids are skinny or you know but you're feeding them toxins yeah. and the toxins are affecting their mental totally. state so much. And that's why I'm like, it's not just the physical body. I want to feel good mentally because it's like, if you stay away from those toxins and maybe do fast or whatever, you just, your mental in like, is so much more, I don't know, uplifting, clear, just yeah. happy. You know, I definitely think like my whole health journey, I'm the happiest I've been, and i think that's because i stay away from toxins and i eat clean food mm-hmm. and it just that's why i want people to be healthy because i want them to feel good
1: like of course and a
0: lot of people don't yeah. <laughs> like, i don't know like the whole mental thing is like people are on anxiety depression depression medication like all these things and i'm like it's our food like it's yeah. a huge impact on our mental state and i think we totally. need to stop looking at diets and like and looking at less calories and look at more as feeding my body, feeding my cells, feeding my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and even I when I did this podcast with the uh, founder of Natural Stacks, it was like, yeah, like why are we not, you know, biohacking our brain as well to like have more energy, to be focused, to like work better. Mm-hmm. So I kind of started to get into that too because I'm like, yeah, That's we need great. to be also making sure like our yeah. brain is at. Great, you know, optimizing at capacity. <laughs>
1: totally. Yeah, I'm a physical and
0: mental.
1: <laughs> I'm a really big fan, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's an organization called the Heart Math Institute. hmm And so they 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 pioneered really, I believe, sort of heart rate variability, but they have oh. they have a heart brain coherence um, device that you clip to your ear. And with practice and breathing and relaxation, you can see the, the coherence between the heart and the brain increase on the, on the monitor. Oh. And it, when you get to those sort of higher states, you know, it's like a, a open heart energy that is with, with clear thinking and they have all these tools and techniques. They've been around for like 30, 40 years oh, at, wow. at this. And now of course, um, and their publications are really incredible. And, um, now, of course we have we have the sensors that you can just connect to your phone and such that allow you to sort of not only measure your heart rate variability in a much finer way than say you know the Our the ring. aura ring and the the whoop thing it's, it's much more sensitive but right. also you get this you can get this um, connection between you know your heart sends almost more signals to your brain than you, than your brain to your to, to your heart, believe it or not. So there's there's a lot of wisdom in the heart that pretty much affects, you know, how you feel about everything, believe it or not, like scientifically,
0: yeah, and you can access
1: that through technology now, and, you know, it's really, it's, so, it's really yeah. amazing.
0: Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, I had some thought, but I can't remember, but <laughs> well, I guess we'll just go back to Miracle Noodles again. <laughs> so... You have all your products. You have other products as well with Miracle Noodles. You have the noodles. Yeah. You have different like stir fry.
1: Yeah, we have some ready meals. Like
0: ready meals. Yeah. And then you also have some other products on your website, like the sugars or some?
1: We have, um, oh, well, we have some baked low-carb baked items. Okay. Uh, we'll be coming out with a cookie and, and uh, like a higher protein cookie, lower, lower carb. Oh, um, we have some high protein noodles coming out as well. Probably will be out when this gets, potentially, be. Out. I'm not sure when you're gonna put this online. Oh, yeah, but you
0: mentioned some like protein noodles.
1: We're gonna have a higher protein version of our noodles, yeah.
0: When are those coming out? Um,
1: okay. <laughs> Probably the end, the end of February, actually. Oh, so, okay, so
0: pretty, yeah. yeah. Coming okay. up. Okay, and your products are sold everywhere,
1: all around the world. Uh, Not all over the world. We're in a lot of stores in the U.S., for sure. Probably 20-something thousand stores nationwide. Okay. We have a decent amount in Canada, a little bit in Italy.
0: Oh, Italy. A
1: little bit in the U.K., but mostly the U.S.
0: And then is it difficult to get into other countries?
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a question of do you want to put the resources into that? But we we have some growing business in the the Gulf region now uh, as well. So Mm. the diabetes in in the gulf region is is just i think it's one of the highest in the world Really? Yeah they have a, you know they have a huge obesity rate Wheat, you know. Oh. A lot of wheat. So
0: do you eat wheat? We're talking about
1: gundry and, and <laughs> Not not often but i mean i'm not like, Yeah. I'm not I stay away strict. from it. I just yeah. i
0: think it's one of the highest, you know, um grains with pesticides and so yeah, you're, you're dealing with that and then also yeah the protein i've read is like kind of it's similar issues for sure yeah i just stay away it's not yeah. worth it for me yeah and once you once you stop eating it you realize like i don't have any craving for yeah. it you know yeah. it's just and it's always shocking when people grab all these the bread and all this and i'm like i have no craving for it whatsoever now so yeah
1: yeah i eat I it know. very very rarely <laughs> I mean, getting rid of, of bread, for people who eat a decent amount of bread, I mean, it's a predictable five-pound weight loss, just getting rid of right. bread. I know. It's so predictable that, <laughs> you know, it, it's incredible how rapidly people will lose weight if they just get rid of bread.
0: Yeah. So I, I remember what I was going to ask you, yeah. The, have you done a glucose monitor with this five-day fast?
1: No. Okay. No, that would be interesting, though. But <laughs> that would be interesting but, to
0: see if there's like you know your yeah, blood glucose. But I've is.
1: I've checked I I checked my blood just because I was curious when what day I was going into ketosis. So mm.
0: Did you, and you checked it every day to yeah, see? Yeah. And it was the third day.
1: Third day was when I was getting to uh like a, a higher good. a higher number like a, a two or two two and a half or something like that. Which
0: oh okay.
1: Is, I I'm usually in ketosis in the mo- I'm you know pretty good with being at, 0.5 or 0.6 you know in the morning but again to the higher level of ketosis it was it was it's usually day three for me
0: can you order these tests online just on amazon or the
1: um oh the, the bu- ke- oh the keto yeah. yeah i recommend um keto mojo the company oh, okay. keto mojo okay and they're, they're well, probably I don't the best that. and I don't, it, i've
0: never done that before. it's inter- it really is
1: interesting it's one of those things like it's one of those things that it's just good to, it's just interesting to know if you're in ketosis or not. Yeah. Because you're supposed to be able to, as we said, you know, everyone, everyone is, you're born with the, it's like your birthright to be able to switch between burning sugar and burning fat. And the data shows that literally over 90% of the population is incapable of that. So wow. it would be interesting. It's just interesting to know if, if you're capable of going into ketosis, because if, if you're not, you know, that makes it hard for you to, to lose weight. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the, essentially higher insulin levels, you know, prevent your lipase. The, 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 the enzyme that breaks down fat is inhibited by high levels of insulin. And your blood sugar can be completely normal while your insulin level can be high. And that's preventing you from breaking down fat. That's why the fasting insulin level is such an important test for, for people. So if you're unable to go into ketosis, you're not breaking down fat essentially. That's oversimplifying it, but yeah. but that's basically what's happening. So yeah.
0: that's pretty. I mean, I guess straightforward for me. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So and do you do you typically fast at um, at night? You do you stop eating around oh, five, and then and then I you do.
1: Check. I recommend and I do a twelve just just twelve hours. I mean, it's not. Yeah. I don't. You know, some women can't can't. You know, hormonally, it's not great for them to do, you know, extended, you know, fasting and such. So, yeah. But, I, so I recommend for everyone just, just a minimum of 12 hours.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think once you get used to not eating for, it seems very yeah.
1: easy. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> You're sleeping
0: for eight, yeah. you know, you shouldn't be eating at night right before bed yeah. and just right. work out. Totally. And then eat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and your sleep is better when you... 12 f- hours seriously. Ideally, you'd have, like, a good four hours before you go to sleep.
0: Yeah, of, I know. I'm, I'm always shocked how people eat so much at night.
1: Yeah, that it's affects like this my dinner sleep, thing. for sure.
0: Yeah, it's, like, uh, it's your sleep, too. I'm, like, and, of course, your metabolism, all that. You shouldn't be eating and then just, you know, not moving. <laughs>
1: right, that's
0: true. <laughs> like, why? Well, but it's just, like, a very popular thing to, like, go out to dinner late. And that's then, true. And I'm,
1: like... It's tough to balance, you know, those lifestyle issues. I mean, it really is. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's definitely, you know, you're trying to be social.
1: It's like
0: It's like with Brian Johnson, he's very strict. He stops eating, I think, at 11 a.m. or something. And Uh that whole social aspect is kind of like, you know, and it's a give and take you have to realize. Yeah. I don't know. But now I kind of just go out, and then I'm like, I'll oh, just have my sparkling water. Yeah. But then <laughs> and you can no. still be social. Sure, yeah. yeah. I don't know, you know. Sometimes, You don't you have know. to eat
1: just because everyone no, else is no, eating. No, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, well, this was great. I think we talked about everything <laughs> and noodles.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Everything,
0: huh? Um, So, since this is the Biohacker Blondie podcast, I have to ask you three of your favorite biohacks.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, what are your three, three favorite biohacks? Ooh. Your three top that you love. Your okay. Miracle noodles. Like technology-wise, or just a, just any behavior type of yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, Fitness, I'd say the the four. Work. So four definitely the four hours before going to sleep. Try not to eat. Yeah. Because I that impacts my sleep dram- dramatically. So well, I'll go with that. And then I need two more. So I I recommend. Heart math. People looking into the Heart Math Institute.
0: Oh, okay. For the
1: heart rate variability.
0: Yeah. Um, That's,
1: That's and, a good one. And yeah, and probably everyone should look into doing like a fasting mimicking type of type of thing.
0: Yeah, I really like the mimicking, the fasting mimicking, because I think it's very intimidating when you say. Go on a 36-hour fast, a 48-hour, you know, three-day fast, and then... Yeah, and I don't think it's...
1: It's not safe, I mean... Yeah. These extended fasts.
0: I know, there's been a lot of, I don't know, like, reducing your calorie intake has also been shown to just be very beneficial, and Mm -hmm. then I have listened to some other things about when you're doing a full-water fast, it can kind of change your gut microbiome. I imagine And kind of, like, uh, disturb and not maybe be Mm -hmm. beneficial in the long run, so... I don't know. So yeah, I'm really interested. I gotta like look into this fast. I want, <laughs> I want tightened skin. <laughs> That's my motivation. <laughs> anyway, but this was so great. So Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, a pleasure. So much for coming on my podcast, taking the time out of your day.
1: So my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today on the Biohacker Bondi podcast. I hope you found this episode with Dr. Jonathan Carp. All about Miracle Noodles and overall health as enlightening as I did. Before we wrap up, I want to ask you for a small favor that would mean the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode and found it valuable, please take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps grow and reach a wider audience, making it possible for me to continue bringing you exciting guests and insightful discussions. Don't forget to hit that share button and spread the word about the Biohacker Blondie podcast with your friends, family, and colleagues. Your support is invaluable in expanding our community of curious minds and biohackers. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor or collaborating with me, please message me on Instagram or contact me through my website. I love to explore the possibilities together. Thank you once again for tuning in, stay curious, keep biohacking, and remember that your health is your wealth.